It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. So we do a very fun series at New Riff called Cocktails and Conversations, and it's kind of a personal enrichment, new idea, new thought sort of opportunity for our community, and I love doing it. And recently at one of our Cocktails and Conversations, I met Dennis Furia, and Dennis is part of the Garage Group here in Cincinnati, and he had such an interesting idea that I asked him to join me on Amy's Table to talk about this. So first of all, Dennis, welcome. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. So when you were with me, I believe it was for the Enneagram, which is a whole nother show, but you mentioned to me that you do something through the garage group called the hustle handbook Yeah, talk about the perfect name the hustle i love handbook. the name i yeah. love the name and so first talk to me a little bit about the garage group and and what you do there yeah absolutely so i am senior director of lean growth at uh the the garage group and it is an innovation and growth consultancy which in english means that we help big companies uh innovate and grow more like startups and, and what we realized, um, or our founders realized, was that the, the techniques that startups have always been using to deal with extreme uncertainty uh, and volatility and rapid change are super applicable to what even the large companies are doing now. Um, and that's, that's kind of the genesis of the Garage Group and what I do there, helping uh, big companies through that. And, and so what, what led you to that as a career? What's your background that, that uh, this yeah. is the way you think and, and you're clearly charged by this way of thinking, oh, which I, get I think so is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've seen both sides of the coin. So I, I spent many a year at P&G, uh, which was a fantastic experience. And I took a dip on the startup side, which was also a fantastic experience. And the Garage Group was just, for me, the synthesis of those two things. Um, that, that rapid iterative thinking um, and, and helping someone who's got the clout to really make change apply it. That's very cool. So mm. isn't it interesting that big companies need to think more like little companies? It's, it's so funny. And, and the pendulum goes back and forth. Everyone's got stuff to learn from each other. Everyone has stuff to teach each other. Yeah, because it's true with New Riff, we're a, a smaller company mm-hmm. and we have to think more like a big company sometimes. Sure. But we want to keep our nimbleness, as we like to say. We want to keep our ability to change on a dime, which is harder to do with a lumbering big Yeah, well, you want to keep your ability to hustle, right? To hustle, (laughs) which, of course, okay, so I'm hoping somehow we can play the hustle song on this show. Oh, yeah, less than 30 seconds. So I think of hustle these days as everybody's got a side hustle. Everybody's got to hustle. And so how did the hustle handbook come to be in great name? Yeah, we I mean, we were very inspired by the entrepreneurial world, obviously. And if you talk to anyone in that world, hustle is almost a buzzword. Everyone's hustling. If you talk to any artist or or athlete, they'll tell you the same thing. Who's going to out hustle their opponent? You know, every day I'm hustling. You know, you've seen the the humble hustle T-shirts that have the two words juxtaposed together. Yeah. Um, Can't knock the hustle. There's all this stuff that that you hear around the word. What the heck does it actually mean? And and we, we started exploring that. And how can we distill this down for someone who isn't living the hustle life or on the entrepreneurial entrepreneurial front to understand and apply for themselves. And, and that led us through a lot of stuff because honestly, if, if hustle is just banging your head in, against the wall as hard as you can, if it's working till 11 every night, if it's uh, driving yourself mad with stress, I want no part of it. Right. But what we observed is there's actually five behaviors within hustle that entrepreneurs exhibit that anyone can apply. And you know, I, the garage group focuses primarily on large corporations and people working there 
But what we've heard as, as I've given this, this uh, talk to many different spheres is people will say it changes the way they parent. People will say it changes their relationships or gives them the courage to go, go do something new. Um, once you really internalize the concept of hustle and understand how it affects your behavior, it unlocks a lot of stuff in your life and your work. You know, Dennis, you said something that just so resonates with me. I had a guest done several years ago, but I've mm. never forgotten this. And she said, how you do anything is how you do everything. Huh. And so <laughs> the good. idea that, you know, once people understand, hey, this changed the way I parented, mm. it's likely going to change the way you, forgive me, play pickleball. Right. It's likely <laughs> <laughs> going to change the way you plan your vacation. I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. but that's it. There's there's so many ways we can behave. In fact, another guest uh, who's going to be on soon talked about the four T's of grilling. It's like there are things that make you more successful. So here's what's exciting. We are doing the Hustle Handbook. Dennis is going to present it at New Riff on June 18th from 7 to 9 Mm p.m. You can sign up at newriffdistilling.com. You can also find it on Facebook. But you are going to give a little sneak peek today to what is actually makes up the hustle handbook. So yeah. talk about some of these traits, qualities, behaviors. Behaviors, yeah. What does hustle look like when you see it and when you see it, you know it, right? You see someone living these things out and, and you get inspired. And there's there's five. And I would say the first two are are the biggest, most important and sometimes hardest things to to do. The first one is to be laser focused on your why. Um, and anyone's anyone who's heard of Simon Sinek has heard him talk about his golden circle and start right. with why. He's famous for that. And it's so incredibly true. Um, and when you when you are able to get to that why, the fundamental belief or mission behind what you're doing, suddenly you're able to do whatever it is a hundred times better. Uh, and that unlocks a lot. So first thing is be laser focused on your why. So what if someone says, I don't know my why. I don't even know my why. What is my why? Mm. Are there exercises they can take? I mean, it's funny. Sometimes in life we all think, oh, everyone must know their why. Yeah, are there exercises? Are there introspections? Are there books that can help them understand what their why is if Certainly. that is missing? Certainly. And, and actually at the talk, we'll spend a little bit of time reflecting. And it's, you know, I won't, I won't claim I'm going to get you to a deep understanding of your personal why in a single night, right? That's, right. that's not going to happen, but we can do some things to start you down that path. Right. Um, reflecting on what gets you energized, what gets you out of bed, um, where did you see kind of the, the smallest amount of effort create the largest impact. That tells you some things that clue you into your why. And we'll explore that. And I always think if you pay attention to times where time just flew by. Wait, mm-hmm. what happened? This what the two hours just flew by instead of the times that it's like, Good God, is this meeting going to end or oh, I have to get through this task. Yep. It's those times where you're so lost, you're so as you say, laser focused. Yeah. That it helps. Okay, that's good. All so right. first off, start with why. Yeah. Uh, the next one, and again, these these are the two big ones. If, if we get through nothing else, I'll be happy that I talked about these uh, and we can spend the rest of the time on on whatever. Uh, the second thing is exhibit a growth mindset. And again, this this pulls some external thinking. Um, a, a PhD named uh, Carol Dweck wrote a book called Mindset. Uh, it's very well that. researched, scientifically proven, book. and transformative. Um, basically it says that fundamentally humans operate out of one of two mindsets and no one's completely one or the other. Everyone is different ways in different areas of their life, but you either believe that your, your current qualities are fixed and they're not going to change and they're inherent, or you believe that they can be grown over time and that informs the way you act. 
And what we find is as you push people more into that growth mindset, as you, as you get them to see everything as malleable, everything as growable, it transforms their approach to work into ideas. They start to believe in themselves more. They are able to take failure more gracefully and learn from it better than someone with a fixed mindset. And they are able to assess ideas and opportunities with that growth mindset that says, I don't need to decide if this is good or bad and then make the right bet, be on the right team. I can say what needs to be true for this to work. And what you find is there's so as in, as with so many things in life, Anything has that kernel of possibility if you can just understand what needs to be true. Do you think people are um, born with a propensity for a fixed or a growth mindset? And I know you're saying that you can help people change it. But do you think like you come into this world maybe leaning one way or the other? Mm, I, there's no genetic code for it. Right. But I think the culture you grow up in can very much inform it. Yeah. Um, if you If you grew up in a culture or maybe even in a home where – failure was punished, uh, even if you were trying hard, then that can super inform your mindset. Um, and people, I mean, people carry these things from, from way, way back. Sure. Um, the way that we treat our celebrities, um, someone who can do no wrong and everything it's portrayed is easy for them, tells you that effort should not be part of your skill set. Uh, if you have to try oh, hard good at observation. something, yeah, yeah. if you have to try hard at something, it means you must be bad at it. Even if your result is amazing, if you had to try really hard, that's actually a bad thing. Um, there's a term in gaming, actually, the, the, it's a pejorative. They say, oh, you're a try hard, which means you're really good, but you're, you're trying hard. And that's so messed up. Yeah, right? that that's so messed up. So messed up. Um, a growth mindset says that that effort is essential and it's the path to mastery. And in fact, it allows you to have no cap, even if it's something that you, comes completely second nature to you and you are so amazingly good at the best in the world. Applying effort can make you better. And that's that's what you want to bring with the growth mindset. So. When you are able to bring that to personal problems, work problems, uh, new ideas, relationships, whatever, uh, and have an understanding of the fundamental why for why you're there, it's super powerful. I love this, Dennis. I think this is so great. I'm really excited that people were able to hear about it today, yes. that they're going to be able to learn more on June 18th. Where can we find more about you and the Garage Group? Yeah, so it's it's long, but you just go to thegaragegroup.com and you can read all about our work. Uh, we're small enough that we don't have like the professional photography going on or whatever. Or we, excuse me, our professional photography is all of us around our office. So you might even see a picture of me on the site. Um, but it's an amazing team um, that is doing amazing work. I've got just a tiny little sliver of it. Um, and the thinking in this, yeah, I mean, you heard me name check Simon Sinek and Carol Dweck. Yeah. So the thinking is standing on the shoulders of giants, both, you know, from, from the broader entrepreneurial world and also at the garage group. Um, and I'm excited to be able to, to represent it. So go to the garage group.com. Uh, you can find us on LinkedIn, um, and on Facebook. And we, we talk about all the cool things we're doing there as well. Fantastic. I'm so glad you could join me today on Amy's Table. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll make sure that you come and see them on June 18th at New Rift Distilling from 7 to 9 p.m., 20 bucks. That 20 bucks at the door goes to the Hillman Group, which is pretty fantastic. And you can find more about that at newriftdistilling.com. If there is a topic you'd like to hear about or a speaker you'd like to listen to, shoot me a note at Amy's Table at WKRQ.com and I'll see if I can't fit your ideas into our Cocktails and Conversations series. So Dennis Furia, thank you so much for joining me on Amy's Table. Thank you. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q!
Kristen here, reminding you not to do things. What I mean is, with same-day delivery for everything from gifts to groceries, you only have to do the things you want to do. To not do the other things, visit shipped.com. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com.